Yo, yo, this is Justin Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hey, it's the Zach Sang Show. We got Heather, we got Dan, and we have Travis Pastrana. <laughs> Man, I gotta be honest, I was surprised that you're like walking in here without like limps or like you're just like still a person. You didn't see me walk very far. <laughs> oh, really? No, no, it's all, it's all good, man. I feel like, you know, you get up every morning with the the passion. You, you take a few bruises, but it, it's all right. A few, a few. Same. A few. You know, yeah, Same. So it's like every, every job, pretty much. So the passion, like, numbs the pain that comes with, like, obviously being in motocross. Which... Uh, adrenaline numbs the pain, and then the passion makes you get back on it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, has there been a moment so far, because you're 33 now, right? You made history at the age of 14, which a long time ago at this point. Yeah, half lifetime. Yeah. More than half lifetime. Yeah, right. Has there been a moment where you're like, you know what? this why am i still doing this but you know right now honestly my job is safety coordinator on nitro like i still go out i love riding i yeah. love being a part of the the nitro family like action sports in general like everybody's just so amped and so ready to do everything and you know it's awesome to be on tour and it's a lot of fun yeah. but I, I my job is to build the ramps as big as possible and to work on the airbags and all this different kind of landing so the guys can do it night in and night out and not die but, but that's a lot of pressure on you it is, and it's also kind of like when you see someone, you know, get knocked out, or they're they don't know what's going on, but they're like, "Oh, it's my family. This is, this is the big show. Like, let me go back up." And you're like, "Wait, like <laughs> this is kind of our like now we have great doctors and everyone that's on set yeah. where you got like a, a, man, a mandate on what's okay and what's not, and try to keep these guys because a lot of them, I mean, I call them kids. I mean, I guess I am old. They're you know, eighteen, twenty through twenty five years well, old, and kinda. they look up to you. Yeah, but you're like they they go up and they're like, "I want to try that again." And you're like, dude, like you literally you, you broke your wrist, man. You can see, you can see wow. it's broken. You're like duct tape, let's go. And you're like, wow. Uh, but that's the kind of mentality that action sports is, and it's that passion that drives it that makes it so cool. But it's also like moments like that that like make me like r- realize how intense the human body really could be. You know, because I, I don't do much physically, but I know if I did, like, th- there's resilience there. Like, your body can it can heal itself, and like even if your mind, like you 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 can push through it. Yeah, well, as soon as that adrenaline dies off, that's when the real consequence starts happening. You're like, yeah. oh, maybe I shouldn't have gone back up. Yeah. Or, you know, but then concussions now, I think, are the biggest thing that, that people worry about. And we're, you know, my job is to make the landings keep figuring out a way that these guys don't break as often, don't hurt as. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it, we don't, it's always inherent risk. I mean, we don't want to make it a video game, but we want to make it so you can do bigger tricks than you can in a video game. Is honestly. there science involved with making sure that these players stay safe and, like, making sure, like, with, with airbags and everything? Like, well, like I mean, it's intense, right? No, super intense. But, like, we had, so World Games last year, yeah. we had over 30 tricks that were never done before in any contest worldwide and we had zero broken bones over the wow. entire Ooh. game so for me that was a huge win that's that something that a lot of people don't they're like oh well they're, they're dangerous i'm like yeah it's still dangerous like you can still get messed up but these guys are going 10 to 20 feet higher than almost any other contest because the ramps are bigger so we're putting in stuff that i'm not saying that it that we'll make it through this year without any broken bones or that it's mm-hmm. it's perfectly safe but you know that was a win for me yeah. so you're okay are the, these ramps are bigger than when you were riding on them? Oh, much every like literally every month because you got to figure you can only do a certain amount on a motorcycle, on a skateboard, on a BMX bike it, within a certain amount of time. It's just physics. So in order to do more, to do crazier stuff, the crowd always wants to see something they've never seen before. Yeah. So you have to allow more time in the air, which is scarier. But also now you see the new generation; they're stronger, they're more fit, they they work out more, they uh, they eat better, and they at the end of the day, um, they're more. Like gymnasts, 
Mm-hmm. They come in and they are not only more durable, but they understand air awareness so much better than the older guys, like thirty year olds. Could, you know? could no Travis Pastrana, could Travis Pastrana, like you know, kick it right now and succeed the way you did back in the day if you were doing like if you were coming up now? No, the reason I think I was as successful as I was because it was a new sport. Yeah. So like you set at, the tone. Well, at fourteen years old, you know, I could. I could get there. I could figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Where now, you know, you, you're going to start younger. You're going to work harder. And to get to where you're on base level with these guys, you know, you're going to be 16, 17, 18 years old. You don't have as many phenoms because it's, don't get me wrong, you still have them. Yeah. They still come up and it's amazing. But it's even more amazing now than it was, you know, 10 years ago. Do you think as the time have, has gone on that people have lost respect for the X Games a little bit? Because I remember them being a lot cooler, right? When you were doing it. I, I don't, I don't want to be like that guy, but I remember like having to do with my friends like putting on ESPN to be a part of it like I feel I, I feel like there was a different air about it when I was a little bit younger well, I could have lost touch well, no no what's awesome about so X Games went to the competition format but action sports were made on that passion what's new I mean they used to change the jumps every course was different every year they had you know dirt jumps where yeah. someone was like 150 foot and someone was 30 feet and you had to figure out how to make your run and that's what I think the, the youth really you know related to was yes. man this is just it's it's different so when it went to all the jumps are the same it took a little my passion away and i think it took a little of the excitement out where you're not going to see in x games 20 new tricks no. that you've never seen before so for nitro we're not trying to be in x games we're not trying to do every sport but i'm like let's do the big air sports let's make the big air 10 times bigger let's go let's see how far we can go and every a year, yeah. you know, the ramps are completely different. They're completely new, and the riders can help build them. That's cool. Oh, that's like fun. you're pushing the envelope. Like it's it's getting bigger and bigger every year. And you're right. Like you kind of got like almost like the Olympics. I feel like it was like the same events all the time. Like with the X Games. Like no, and that's well with any competitive sport when there's money involved, it has to have a, a standardized yes. kind of test, if you will. Mm-hmm. But that's not what X Games. That's not what action sports lives on. So it's really difficult. You know, when you have a lot of guys that are on top of their sports, and mm-hmm. they're like, well, I don't know what these ramps are going to be or hey we just you know we weren't sure until three months out how are we supposed to learn stuff I'm like that's that's what, it, that's what it's about yeah. so it, it's you know you have competition guys and you have free riders but Nitro World Games is kind of a mix of both can you define action sports is that anything that has to do with ramps wheels and air or is that even broader I, I think it's a lifestyle and that's it's people that go out that maybe weren't your didn't conform to team sports they didn't necessarily like being coaches um it's not that they weren't smart it's not that they weren't great athletes um you know and not saying this in a negative way it's yeah. your adhd kids that that go out there like like myself yeah that just want to push themselves and they want to be you know they want to go all day you know put your headphones in and just go out and it's kind of loners for the most part but then to bring it to where you have a whole group of loners mm-hmm. that are kind of yeah. all doing their own thing <laughs> but kind of in a community it's 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 wild to make this work as a you know as a, a lifestyle yeah. and as a show. It's been cool. Interesting dinners with a group of loners. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now the Nitro World Games. That's this weekend, right? So Nitro World Games coming up this weekend, Salt Lake City. But it's, I mean, this is where stuff goes down. It's kind of like X Games back in 2000, 2001, where you're like, man, it's <laughs> it's gonna hit the fan. <laughs> this is gonna get good. Are you competing still? Heck no. No, I, uh, I, I no, he's safety. I'm safe. I'm well, safety he's not safety. Got to keep himself safe. Maybe yeah. he wants to compete and keep himself safe. Did, did I hired all the judges and I built all the ramps. So that that kind of, I mean, I don't Oh, yeah. Know. You'd win. I mean, you, you no, break no, the no. system. And I, and I you, still, can't, you can't compete. Yeah, I still wouldn't win. That's the thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> so if you do all that and can't win, your, your time's up. Yeah. No, has the, did you have like a fall or like an accident that made you really rethink 
what the F am I doing right now? I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, risk to reward always changes. I have two two young girls. I'm married, but my wife, she in the Nitro Circus live like shows mm-hmm. like this. The World Games coming this weekend is an actual event. We want to see who will go the biggest and the baddest, and that's awesome. But for the most part, like we travel around with these the, most of the similar crew. Um, a lot of the guys that'll be in World Games, and my wife's a skater, multiple time X Games oh, cool. gold medalist. Wow. Um, our kids, like when we're traveling around, we don't have like private planes or anything, but it feels like a private plane because there's 40 of us <laughs> on there. <laughs> on a jet, you know, so yeah. they, they they're throwing over for seat to seat and all this stuff, and then we get on a real plane, and yeah, it doesn't go over so well. So, <laughs> see, okay. Your, your wife skates. Do your kids skate? Or um, do anything on wheels? Yeah. They're, well, they're, they're uh, two and three, but my wow. three-year-old is BMX motorcycles and my two-year-old's four-wheelers. So before my... Wait, they're well, already on these? Yeah. It's it's uh, it's the scariest thing for me. I'm like, no, no, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I feel I have so much more respect for my parents for allowing me to chase my dreams <laughs> now yeah. that I see them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because like you really, you went all out. You left high school three years early to commit to this, right? Yeah. Well... Technically left. Actually, my mom, when I was in like the fourth grade, she was like, hey, look, you can turn pro legally at 16, but you're going to finish high school before you turn pro. So I spent the next two years to convince them that I need to be homeschooled cool. and work seven days a week and 12 months a year and actually graduated high school at 15. It nice. kind of helped because I broke my back, so I didn't have a lot to do when I was 15. So that worked out <sighs> nicely. Yeah, not many 15-year-olds <laughs> break their back either. You know? Well, you know, details. <laughs> <laughs> Little things. I'm, I'm sure you've been asked a million times, but like, what haven't you broken? I, you know, there's there's a lot of bones in your body. We tend to break the same kind of ones uh, over the and over. The big ones, yeah. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the big major bones. Or like in your wrist, you have this bone called a, a scaphoid. It's a mm-hmm. navicular. Uh, certain things are prone. <laughs> but you don't get like weird talking about your injuries, or maybe you do. Like whenever I talk, like I got one scar in my entire life, knock on wood. And every time I talk about it, I, I feel it, you know? I, I feel weird about it. Yeah, no, no. See, in our world, scars are cool. Chicks take scars. At least that's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> I My mean, wife doesn't seem to mind do. them. So yeah. yeah. Does she have scars too? I mean, she yeah. She has a lot of scars. Yeah. I mean, it's action sports. But that's the beauty of this is like whenever everyone says, why do you keep doing it? I mean, I still do the shows, like the live shows. When I still push myself, but not to the level of trying to be a world champion. Like I, I want to do have fun and push myself on that level. But when I get hurt, I'm so bummed out, not because I'm hurt. But because I'm going to miss shows, I'm going to miss touring with my friends, I'm going to miss getting to ride my dirt bike. So why would I stop riding, stop touring to not be hurt? Will you, sense. will you ever stop riding ever? Like, do you see a moment in time where you're like, OK, you know, I don't I don't I don't need to hop on this bike. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's what you do. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's a part of you. So, yeah, I, I've, been, I've slowed down a lot. And how often know, do you ride? Oh, I ride almost every day. But when I say slow down a lot, I mean I'm not trying to do stuff that's never been done. Yeah, you... I push myself. I go, I ride my dirt bikes with my friends. I ride with my kids. I mean, I know they're two and three, but they still my, my three-year-old, she she gets it. She goes I'm she sure. goes pretty quick on the bike. It's scary. <laughs> that is fr- but you started when you were four, you know? Yeah. That was yeah. the first time you hopped on a bike. And like, you want you, you got a fear for your kid, but you also know that like this is you. Like you, You're seeing yourself now. That's crazy. Yeah, well, I, I hope whatever they do, they're passionate about it. And that's what, if they take anything from these action sports, it's that everyone was there being told they couldn't make a living. They, they can't tour the world. They can't do this. And they did it because they loved it, not caring if they'd make a dime. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I want our kids to grow up, no matter what they're doing, to have that same, I'm doing it because I love it, you know, and that yeah. should be good, hopefully. Do you, do you think the internet has helped or hurt action sports? Because, like, my, my first, like, thought, or one of my thoughts is that, like, you know, the internet has given birth to, like, anybody who's like a jackass type figure going to like do and try crazy things right so it's made crazy things or like risky moves more accessible
people, right? Like this, like, and not saying you don't need to go to Nitro Circus, like to, to experience it all, but like the YouTube, there's a lot of like unprofessional idiots <laughs> trying to do the exact same thing. Yeah, well, it's made the liability go up, so network uh, TV shows get a little <laughs> bit more difficult to pitch. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the the internet has made it way more acceptable. People understand what it is. It's not like you know when you grew up on a farm and you're trying to be a skateboarder and your parents are going, "What the hell are you doing?" They're like, "Oh, you're pretty good. Like I'll you know I'll help support you." So it helped the industry that way. Yeah. Um, but you no longer wait for X Games to see. I mean, every trick, even if you try to keep something secret. Some guy mm-hmm. has a video or has their phone out and posts it, and you're like, "Oh, five million views, awesome!" And now, now when it comes to X Games, you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool." But what else you got? You're like, "I just learned it two weeks ago." Yeah, the like, music industry is going to the same thing. You know, yeah. you release songs, and people want new ones every two and a half, three weeks, and you can't even keep up with the demand. Yeah, so that that's been a challenging. I get that. What is one thing that you're actually scared of? Because you've done some like crazy things that most people would never consider doing, and it's just like another day for you. You know, I, I'm scared of a lot of things, but I feel like I have a rational fear. Like, you know, there's a lot of sharks that my wife's a surfer. <laughs> especially, you know, I just watched the footage where the guy was like, hey, and the Coast Guard comes. There's 14 gray whites yeah. swimming around you. Just casually go. I'm like, no. Yeah, right? You know what? I, I'm fine on land. Yeah. You know, that's, that's cool. I like pools, uh, lakes even, you know. You can get a, your own little wave thing, and she can just ride one wave in the backyard or something. So yeah. there's no shark. Exactly. See, <laughs> that's I not just, bad. You know, so we did this thing with uh, the the Mad Hueys, and they baited the water, and then they pushed me off. What? And they had they had one shark, uh, like you know, it's like a twelve foot shark, like you know. And they said it's oh, it's not too bad. I don't I don't know what my types of sharks or whatever. No but. shark <laughs> should ever be but, okay. But they have it on a little fishing line. They're like, oh yeah, it won't get you. I'm like, no, it's like a it's, shark. It's a shark on a fish. And then I'm like, you baited the water. We're in the middle of the ocean. What about the other sharks? We we. Don't have on a fishing line, yeah. right? You know, so no, so I was I was freaked out at that point. Yeah. I feel like that's a rational fear, though. Th- that, Don't bait no, the yeah. ocean and then have me jump in. That makes sense. So, thank you. But my rational fear would be hopping on a bike and going down a giant ramp and then like going up the other side of a ramp and then falling. Yeah, right. That's a rational fear too. But <laughs> at the end of the day, we we like that, and we've yeah. we've yeah. built up from like you know a small ramp to now we have the gigantic ramp is like you know it's gigantic exactly. It's sixty eight feet. We just make up words. It's great. But there's like six you know sixty eight feet to the top, so it's you know almost seven stories, and you drop almost vertical down. So you're going like fifty miles an hour and you hit the bottom. Why oh. would you do that to yourself? <laughs> like, it's I, fun. I think, why not? Yeah. 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 Ah, there we go. It I like seems it. fun. I don't do it, but it seems like it's oh, fun. It's a blast. <laughs> do you? Like, I'm wondering like, when you're riding down and you go into like the U, do you need to pick up like the the, the front wheel a little bit so you don't just go like poof or like... Well, the transitions are, it takes a lot of G-forces. The funniest part is watching someone go down, especially like, you know, you get like wrestlers and all these guys that are like, oh yeah, this will be great. You know, I mean, you know, just guys that are pretty tough and they hit the bottom and their legs buckle because they're not uh-huh. expecting and they just smash the ground. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Without <laughs> even the, before they even hit the jump. So, yeah. Do, do these guys, Freaks do you guys wear like cups? Because I feel like penis injuries would be like... Or less you. You know, one of the guys' wives just made them because they haven't had any kids yet. I, I really sincerely thought that that was probably going to be some type of uh, you know birth control. But I, before my first daughter was born, we were good. Anyway, I, I smashed my nuts so hard. I was like, yep, yeah, for sure. You're this done. Is, this done. is never going to happen. It, it, it doesn't. It's actually not not a contraceptive. Cool. It just, yep. just noted. And you have kids and it's all fine. Two kids, we'll yeah. We'll mark that down. Did you, right. have yeah. contraceptive. Did you have to convince your parents that you wanted to go pro or did they know um no i mean you know my dad's construction uh, my mom was a flight attendant and they're like you 
we're not going to homeschool you. You're going to get your normal education through the normal system. You're going to, you know, that's how you're going to grow up learning, you know, how to fit in socially and this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I was like, I from second grade, I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. And by the sixth grade, my parents were like, all right, well, I, this is kind of getting serious. Like we're now driving from Maryland to Florida on the weekends, you know, <laughs> wow, to, it's like 12 hour drive. Yeah. And it's commitment. Yeah. My dad's like, look, because my uncle was a quarterback for Denver Broncos for two years. Oh, and wow. was, my dad said, look, he's the best athlete that's come out of Maryland and he still works construction with us. He's like, you, no matter how good you are as an athlete, you're, you're probably the chance of you making a living at it. He goes, but as long as you get good grades, you keep your honor roll, you work hard. You know, I don't care if you're sick or whatever. You run a mile before school every day. I don't care if it's snowing outside. We'll make the sacrifice and we'll do our best to get you to these races. But just know that you're doing it for you because you love it and not because it's so it was wow. kind of a weird upbringing to have that's where cool my parents didn't ever push me they were actually hoping that one day i was <laughs> it's gonna be snowing and i'd be sick and they'd be like ha you didn't gotcha. you, you didn't run we're not going to florida you know but that was the proof to them that you were totally committed and they were giving themselves too right like like I was, yeah no one i mean so it, you know starting in the seventh grade like i needed to be in florida all the time to to race the winter series so they like i stayed in a little mobile home in a trailer park in in florida for the winters and my dad would come down on the weekends and my mom would work weekends and, and come down and stay with me in the week so jeez it was pretty gnarly that's did, really cool did you ever think that riding dirt bikes would turn into tv shows movies world tours stadiums no, at the end of the day, I mean, I always knew that I was going to be riding a dirt bike, but they didn't have X Games or, or World Games or Nitro mm-hmm. Circus. I mean, we started this stuff, and that's mm-hmm. that's what's been really cool is, like, whenever kind of an avenue ends, like, I was hurt so much with racing, um, but I could still, like, we'd like to film ourselves, mm-hmm. and we just, we started a DVD series, and all of a sudden we get called by Giant Knoxville, and we're on MTV, and we're still touring the world. I'm like, like... This is dumb luck, but this is yeah, all really. just shows you like passion, man. Mm-hmm. If you have enough of it, especially now, everyone says, "How do you join Nitro Circus?" I'm like, you have access to a phone. Yeah. Like, whenever someone does something that has never been done before, trust me, we see it. <laughs> really? So you guys are on the internet looking at all these things? Yeah, well, it's it's you almost impossible to not to. I mean, now with our industry, it's kind of a small, as big as it is, mm-hmm. it's still small. Like by the time you get up to that level, like chances are you didn't just go out and do it. Yeah. Like you were at Woodward or somewhere where mm-hmm. someone's like, dude, check it. Like these kids just learned there was um, eight-year-old twins and they learned backflips on a mountain bike and they over this huge jump down in New Zealand. They're in the middle of New Zealand. And <laughs> we called them up. We're like, hey, what, you guys want to come to the States? And, uh, you know, the kids are, they're, they're the whole family. Like they got an older brother that rides. And the two. That's amazing. Yeah, so it's like you, nothing is unheard of anymore. What is the future of the sport, right? Like it, it, there's obviously opportunity for kids who are coming up now, but is there opportunity for them to make a living out of at, at this? Yeah, I mean, like you said, early 2000s was probably our biggest boom. But what we realized was, when you know so many sponsors came in and all this like especially the skate in this area like now that's selling out i've seen guys actually turn down literally you'd say it's impossible but they turn down a multi-million dollar shoe deal wow to be able to they go and they work and now they they surf before work and they skate after work and they live in a in a like basically in a Mm -hmm. condo or apartment with like six other people like but because they don't want the pressure they don't want to have to go place and do they want to be on their own thing and that's the beauty of action sports is these kids these these guys they they beat to their own drum and it's it's weird when you put in the money and then you take all these kids and even band guys i'd imagine yeah. like they they were in you know they're in band camp and all of a sudden they're a rock star mm-hmm. and they're like well oh they're they're you know stuck up or they don't talk to people it's like well no they just they love riding their bicycle and now they're doing all this other stuff that 
is but not is not riding their bicycle yeah. or their yeah. motorcycle or skateboard. So it's an interesting it's a conundrum but, really. But, but <laughs> you kind of need bigger. but you need to do both, right? And like maybe maybe they see it as selling out, right? Going to attach a giant sponsor, going to have to put a freaking sticker on my board or whatever. You know, maybe they see it as selling out, but you need both to succeed, right? Like you need but you, need but you both don't to be relevant. for to be relevant, yes, to make money. If that's what your definition of success is, then then yes, that's but, it. it's all dependent on your definition. But for all the, these other guys, it's to wake up every morning and to be able to do what you know to go surf. To hey, I got to work you know nine hour job to pay the rent and you know whatever Chipotle. But like <laughs> awesome, like I get to do exactly what I love to do. But for other guys, they go hey, like for me, I was like I want to be the best in the world. I want to know that I'm the best in the world. I want to go to the contest with the biggest ramps, with the coolest stuff. I want to learn the, everything that everyone said was impossible. And that is what World Games is about. But we tour because we want to get everyone together, have fun, you get to tour the world. That's kind of what some people want to do. Some people just want to do video parts. Yeah. And you know what? That's been awesome because Nitro Circus, we have TV shows that air from anything from, from web content. to. So no matter what you want to do, it's been a really interesting thing that you have different people doing different parts. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's really, it's a full circle. It's a, it's a really cool community that you've built. It's like, it's very cool. It's, and it's it's all forms of media, obviously, from touring to TV. And it's like, it's kind of a hub for everybody in the action sports world. It's really, it's nice. It's, you know? it's been fun. And like, it's so many different personalities to, to kind of bring together. And you feel, feel what these people are passionate about. Because at the end of the day, if you're not passionate about it, it shows. Mm-hmm. And now the, the media and especially these kids watching, you, if someone's saying something that they don't 100% believe in, mm. you, you can't, it does not work anymore. No. And that's, that's what's great because I feel like we've got this great group. So it's been fun. People call bull squash from a million miles away. Literally. Yeah. Well, one thing I want to know is I, you always see these videos of the, the cars, you guys, they're like drifting around corners and there's like people just standing on the sides. I'm like, aren't you terrified of hitting them? A hundred percent. So <laughs> why, like, why don't they just back off a little bit? You would think it so. Would cool. Well, but so for World Rally, um, you know, when you go to to Mexico, is still it's still wild. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Argentina Rally was the the craziest thing that I've ever seen in my life where there's people just line and if you flip over into the crowd, they flip you back over before they like Wait. pick the people up. Like I it, it really? happened. Like i I was like I almost I was stopped. I'm like, do we need to call? It's like, no, 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 go, 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 go. I'm like, you're probably your brother just got like are, are we okay <laughs> like and, but that, that seems like a liability it, it's huge and they don't do that in the states they don't yeah. do that so us rally is actually it's awesome man they have spectator areas they really make it you know accessible they got uh, global rally cross grc all this stuff it's been been so much fun um, but yeah it's, it's scary to do like the world rally where stuff like that it doesn't happen often but it, it does it, it happens wow that's, so where's the best place for you to ride, you think, like, like out of all the places you've been to? Um, you know, my favorite, honestly, is going to New Zealand because, you know, if you go to Central California and you look at just those rolling grass hills, like, oh, I just smile and just think, man, I wish I could ride them. You go to New Zealand, same terrain, but now <laughs> you can go knock on the farmer's door and be like, hey, can I ride the hills? He's like, yeah, can I watch? Yeah. Oh, wow. you know, because you can't, the maximum you can sue is like $10,000 or something. So no one, <laughs> no one even thinks about no it. No one cares. Yeah, so it's, it's cool. great. So I love New Zealand. Ride anything. Is there like a future set of wheels like that people are going to be doing tricks on or like like that's like as time evolves and I was just reading an article and looking at the uh, you know those stupid hoverboards that they had Mark Cuban has released like a much more updated better version that's like really beautiful and elegant and sleek is there going to be and have you seen or does somebody bring this to you because you are an expert in the field like the future of 
wheels and wheels-related vehicles for sports. You get what I'm talking about? Yeah, like hovercrafts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hovercrafts or like anything. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I've seen like the one skateboard that has a giant wheel in the middle, but you know. Yeah, I mean, the future so, hold? well, what's really interesting is there, you know, since they had, um, you know, kind of the water hover, uh, like skateboards and all that stuff, um, they've really figured out because, you know, like the the flying, like the jetpack stuff, yeah. it kind of stopped working. It's like we can only hold flight for, you know, a minute or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, they're getting a lot better with that stuff. But at the end of the day, like video games for what action sports was, I feel like when I was growing up, it's almost like video games are there now. So I just... Man, I feel like, you know, there's no John Wayne's left in this town kind of thing. You know, you're like, man, um, everything's going so safe that I think, like, action sports is the final frontier of, dude, you get to go out and you get to live your video game, you know? And uh, I... I want to keep that around as long as possible because, yeah, it is dangerous. And, yes, we're trying to make it as safe as possible. But, dude, you still get to push your limits. And you get to – you know, when people talk about life and death, and as silly as it sounds, it's always metaphorical. But when you go out, you're on a dirt bike, and you're doing a triple backflip 100 feet in the air – you're no longer talking in metaphors. Like, your life is on the line, and to to step up to that, I mean, you know, and it's the same thing when you go in the, the military or something. I mean, it's way gnarlier when people are shooting at you and stuff, but, you you know, your job, it, it matters, and it has more importance. I feel like so much stuff in the world now, like, how can you justify, or not justify, but, like, yeah, I had a great day at the office today. I sent 10,000 emails. <laughs> but that's, that's a good goal, mm-hmm. but, like, at what point, like, that, that inner, like, I don't know, the man, you know, or or woman, you know, whatever. (laughs) What is going on in your mind when you're mid-flip? Like, what are you thinking about? Land. Yeah, I mean, that's... Are you calculating things? Like, are you, like, do you have consciousness of, like, where you're at in, 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 like, the the venue? Or, like, what's going on? You know, it's something, if anyone's been in a car crash or been somewhere that's, their senses have been elevated, every smell, every sense, the time slows down. So you, your memory of that, I don't know if time actually slows down, but the memory is so super focused. Like I can remember almost every track I've ever ridden at since I was you know, seven years old. I can't remember what I, I can't remember anything else about the year, but I remember the tracks and the, the, those moments where you were super scared. Um, and that's, that beauty is that nothing else matters. In that moment when you're upside down, when you're doing that, time slows down, um, worries go away, like whatever you are, it you're 100% in the moment. And I feel like that's something now, I mean, you know, with, with cell phones and everything, like even dinner. Dude, we're never in the moment No now. one's in the moment, yeah, no. ever. Mm-hmm. It's like, sad that you need to, like, risk your life to be in the moment. <laughs> it, it is, but at the same time, that's what I, like, that's why I love these sports. It's freedom, man. It's yeah. freedom from everything. And you get to go as high as you want, as far as you want. There's no speed limits. Like, these sports are so, and you can relate. Whenever someone else is in that sport and in that moment, you can relate to it so much more than I, I have ever related to uh, you know something that's that's on paper. Back, back to my hoverboards. Will you do hoverboard <laughs> tricks? Like if I like if you got one that was cool and they were like, "Yo, here's here's what we got. Like figure this one out. How do we adapt this for Nitro Circus?" It was just really funny. We were talking to Red Bull was figuring out a way. Like you know they put a man in outer space and had him scatter yeah, right. and all this stuff. Yeah, but, Red Bull. Yeah, there you go. Hey, you got one. Right I got there. wings, bro. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but it's it's pretty cool because they've got a lot of this different tech stuff mm-hmm. and they figured out. Like I'm a little. I'm heavy. I was fat. I was gonna say fat, but you know, I'm, I'm 200 pounds. Um, You're a big guy. Yeah, 
You know, so a six two. I mean, yeah, whatever. He's tall. Now he's yeah. questioning he's everything tall. about his appearance. He's like, oh, it's fine, man. <laughs> but they're like, hey, look, you're a little heavy for the board. But like, my wife jumped on, and like, you know, so they have these little like basically jetpacks that fly for quite a time, and you can take this board and you can go surf with it, and you know, you can basically like paddle it out and surf with the board, and then go and skate with the board. And what? Yeah, it's like that's cool. Yeah, it's wait, pretty one rad. board yeah. for water and for land. I mean, it, it flies, so really, you, yeah. could, you could have it over it's anything. It's got a jetpack. Whoa. Yeah, so I mean... They, How high it, does it coming. fly? Not very high. But like, but that's... It's with all, me, it doesn't fly at all. That was the point. But with your wife, because she's much more thin, <laughs> you know, yes. and more svelte. <laughs> yes. You know, the board is meant for someone of her stature. Exactly. But like, what are we talking like, 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 like a foot? Six inches? Like, how far are I'm we off sure the ground? I'm sure you can make it fly more. I don't, I don't know. Like, well, I don't want to I don't want to fly more. I, right, but I'm like... I want to hover. Six inches off the ground and just enough where, you know, when you... You hit jumps and you can go down and stuff. It's, it's that's cool. So they, they did one with magnets as well. That you can I've probably look that. up. That oh, one I've looked, seen that. That yeah. one looked pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. But then you have to have a magnet track for it, which is mm-hmm. I don't know. Technology. We're almost there. Yeah. Not quite. We're getting there. Yeah. How cool is it knowing that you would be on like the Mount Rushmore of extreme sports? It'd be like who? You, Tony Hawk, Kelly Slater, maybe Sean White, Dave Mira. Like, how cool is it knowing you'd be up there with those guys? Dude, it's it's rad. I mean, you got Matt Hoffman. I mean, you got mm-hmm. the guys like the pioneers. It's been cool. And what's really neat about it is all the pioneers were kind of is before it, it made any money. Or they, they did it yeah. because they, they're true the passion. I mean, first time I met Matt Hoffman, he probably doesn't remember, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, showing Canada, he does a 900 for the first time I'd ever seen it. I don't think anyone ever done one. We didn't have YouTube or anything to see all this stuff. Knocks himself out. Everyone goes home. He kind of wakes up. You know, sorry, that sounds bad. <laughs> um, watches it on like you know a little VHS camera. I was like, "All right, I got this." And with nobody watching, with nothing on the line, with no prize money, not even a trophy, sticks a nine hundred. Wow! And to me, like, I was yeah. like, "Dude, this is so rad!" And he still he started his bike company. Tony Hawk, dude, he's, Tony Hawk is you know, has a charity that raises money to put skate parks in underprivileged areas all around and gives out boards everywhere he goes. Yeah. And it's awesome that these guys are still so passionate about keeping these sports. The going. motives are genuine, yeah. and that's the coolest thing. Yeah, like, that's sweet. Like, like he didn't like him landing that that jump. Like after he just got hurt, like it, it was only for him, right? It was only, only because for it, him. it was because he loved it. and He wanted to do it. Yeah, there's nobody else. That's awesome. Very so, cool. Been fun. Yeah, Tony Hawk's pretty sweet. I like him. Yeah. I grew up on his uh, skateboard, uh, not skateboard, the video games, because I couldn't really actually ever skateboard. The only time I was able to ollie was like I did it once on the grass. But you, I bought better a, than me. Better than me. Yeah. You can't skateboard? Not at all. What? Really? No. I'm, yeah, what can you not do on wheels? Boards. Can't do boards. Wow. I just don't, really? I don't, I don't, do, I don't do sideways. What? Interesting. So yeah. it's the Makes fact sense. that like you have to balance like this. You know, your feet are on the side. Like it's uncomfortable. I, I like like at least snowboarding. You have like big mountains or something. You can mm. get speed up. I like like base jumping. You step off and automatically you're going just as fast <laughs> as anyone that the best in the world at base jumping. You're like awesome. I'm at maximum velocity. Yeah. So I'm assuming you like jumping out of planes. Like you did that one thing where you jumped out of a plane without a parachute, right? Yeah, I was. That's ca- the dumbest thing I've fail. ever heard in my life. <laughs> what the? Like, what, well, explain John, that. Like, one what goes through your head? John, Johnny Utah did it. I mean. You know, <laughs> well, Johnny Utah did it. Exactly. Have you to do Utah, it. give it to you. Um, I mean, you lived. You're here. Yeah, uh, pass or fail. Uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, guy, guy jumped out behind me and had a parachute. And- oh, he, he caught up with you. Yeah. Actually, I just heard about this the other day because my friend was. He, he asked me if I wanted to go uh, uh, jump out of a plane, and I said. F- 
no. And um, <laughs> and then he was telling me, like I said, God forbid you you jump out with a parachute. And they're like, no, you have two on you. Like with you and the person attached. And then he was talking about this guy who jumped out without a. And then somebody caught up with him. Yeah. Well, now so another guy just jumped out recently. A guy with a squirrel suit jumped out and went into a thing of boxes, which was crazy because he's hitting this box like a hundred miles an hour. That's like hitting still, a wall. Yeah. That was okay. That was nuts. The next guy did it with a net, <laughs> but the net was a hundred by one hundred. So he jumped out so at twenty five thousand feet with oxygen, handed the oxygen off to his buddy, and was like. See what? And he lived. Yeah. Well, the net. If you hit the net, you're fine. If you miss the net, you're done. Yeah, you're yeah. And you. I mean. Wow. So okay. So at what point in your fall? Like, do you think that like maybe this guy is not going to catch up to me with this parachute? Maybe this is it. No, 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 no. I think I was really good. <laughs> I wouldn't tell him like Yeah, I'm really good at. You know, I think I'm really good at driving, but like, there's still a chance of me getting into an accident. This is a shot. I mean, that's why everyone's like, hey, you can do it again. I was like, why? It worked. Yeah. <laughs> you have it on film. It's documented. What was your closest near-death experience? Um, yeah, well, honestly, probably skydiving. I um, I went with the base jump rig, and you're supposed to check everything and whatever, but I was like, I borrowed my friends because he's it was better at like packing shoots and everything. And I was like, all right, I'm going to open this. He's like, yeah, it's going to open real fast. Just like when you see the ground and you think you're going to hit it, count to three and then it'll open that fast. I was like, great. So I jumped out of the helicopter and didn't check where I was going and which oh. is bad over the kind of the ocean <laughs> and the beach. And, um, I was just hanging out with my, another one of my friends that was just as dumb as I was. And we ended up tracking out <laughs> into the ocean <laughs> in a uh, Haco in, uh, down in uh, Costa Rica. So came in and I didn't make it quite to shore. So the waves are like, you know, double overhead. Oh my God. And I went to pull, like usually have a re- uh, release, which I didn't check to see that that one was a base <laughs> jump break and didn't have a release. And I got drug underwater all the way into shore. Thank goodness. It like it caught the wave. I was shocked. The the parachute caught the wave and drug me underwater for what felt like minutes, but it was probably like twenty seconds. Yeah, um, that's and I, I couldn't even I couldn't reach anything. So I'm just like a, a fish being drugged, <laughs> you know, like twenty mile an hour under the water. Oh my gosh! But anyway, but yeah, look, so that's why now we do like Nitro Circus. We do it on land. Yeah, right. so it's great. Yeah. But, so you can't. You wouldn't do that today if somebody was like, "Hey, let's go out and like let's let's go jump out of planes over the ocean." You have kids, or would you? Yeah, well, would I would just go, yes. "Hey, does this thing have a, a release?" Yeah, right. okay. yeah, okay, great. Yeah, if I'll not, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna get out of this before <laughs> I hit the water. Yeah, no, it's just, the, the thought process now I check more things. See, I'm yeah. safety. I told you I'm head of safety. <laughs> Getting older and wiser <laughs> because I've done all the stupid stuff and somehow lived through. It. <laughs> you, you you're like where a, to look. you're like a cat with nine lives. You're just chipping away at them, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think I have many left, so I'm going to try to do this Safety. Safety, safety, safety. Travis Pastrana, thank you for stopping by, man. Great conversation. Well, you got anything else on your mind? Nitro World Games this this weekend. Yes, this week. Guys, honestly, this this is like, for me, this is a big era of action sport. This is what, um, you know, X Games was a few years ago. You know, I'm not saying X X Games is awesome. They do every sport. But this, if you want to see stuff that's never happened on jumps that are bigger than you've ever seen, get out to Salt Lake this weekend. Dude. I moved on from the X Games. I'm now on to Nitro Circus. I want, I want to see more intense things. I want, I want, to, I want, to, I want to be beyond amazed, but I want to be like, holy shit, is that even real? Yeah. Well, you'll see that this weekend. Nitro Circus. <laughs> and it's going to be globally live streamed, so it's going to be all over the internet and stuff. So if you can't get out to Salt Lake City, you're going to be able to uh, you know, watch it on the internet because it's an amazing yeah. thing. L- live on NBC as well. So. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. NBC Sports. Hey. No, no. no. M- NBC. 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 Whoa. Main <laughs> network. Dude, that, I mean, b- by the way, like that. that's a amazing deal like that's that's a big one dude like, that that is awesome that's validating obviously I, in many different ways yeah i think so i mean yeah. i 
Yeah. I mean, to, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm pumped. <laughs> I mean, I'm biased, but I, yeah, right? I, I am excited. Not <laughs> <laughs> your circus. Uh, make sure you watch it this weekend. Travis Pastrana, thanks for coming by, man. Dude, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.